Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. All right, this is Rolling with Ungayo right here, live and at your service. It is November 2nd. I'm in Sacramento. Had a pretty busy Halloween weekend. If you uh, are gothy at all, probably this is the time for you to run out to the spirit store and buy up all their stuff because it's like a clearance sale. It's like goth Black Friday or Blacker Friday, Darkish Friday. I don't know what you would call it. So here we are. Anyway, so let's get into it. As always, we're going to thank CannabisRadio.com and Chameleon Glass and you guys for listening. And we're going to go into dessert first. You should always have dessert first because you might get hit by a car. You never know. So this being Halloween weekend, of course, it was all about the candies. We had lots and lots of discussions amongst my friends. Uh, I'm a fan of the tiny Twix. I also found a dark chocolate Twix uh, a week and a half ago that was scrum diddly umptious, which is not to be confused with the scrum diddly umptious bar, but it was, it was, that's how I would describe it. Um, my mom, whom I live with because we bought a house, uh, bought a bag of Almond Joys to hand out to the kids. We didn't get any trick-or-treaters, but my mom bought a bag of Almond Joys to hand out. And I have, I, I got to say, I've never been an Almond Joy fan. Uh, it's mostly because I don't, I like the flavor of coconut, but I don't like the texture of coconut, right? So you can throw some coconut milk in a curry and I'm your friend. But once you start putting just shredded coconut and shit, like an Almond Joy or a German chocolate cake, we're not, we're not as close. I don't think we would be as close as I thought we were when you were just giving me liquefied coconut. But that's just how it is. But uh, one of my friends on Twitter tried to fight me on some Almond Joy slander. And I'm not slandering Almond Joy. I'm not candy shaming you. You can eat whatever candy. You can put whatever candy you like in your mouth as long as you and the candy are both full consent. That's fine with me. I just think that an Almond Joy. And listen, and I tried one. I hadn't had an Almond Joy in years and years. And since my mom bought that bag, I had one. And I got to say. Too sweet. It was too sweet. I get where they're going. I feel like I've maybe come around a little bit on coconut texture, uh, but it was it was too sugary. It was too sugary for me. Sugar should not be the first flavor in anything, and which is weird because I eat Snickers bars. Not like I used to, but Snickers bars are also uh, pretty sweet. But a little tiny Snickers bar won't hurt you. I'm really more into the payday bar or perhaps uh, dark chocolate. Hershey's dark chocolate with almonds is good. Uh, as you can tell, I like a darker chocolate. I like a little more flavor and a little less sweetness, if you know what I mean. Right? Sweet should be an undertone or just a part of the deal. It shouldn't be the whole the whole deal. I probably also had some other desserts. I had some German chocolate cake from Rick's, which is probably their best cake. But um, but again, the coconut is not is not where I'm at. So that's that's what we're that's that's the desserts. Uh, but enjoy your Halloween candies, right? Because they're also on sale right now. So you and your pancreas go out and party up and have a great time. Remember to walk a lot. Walk off those those empty, sugary, corn syrupy calories. Uh, you'll be fine. Man, so I hope you had a good Halloween weekend. I don't know what you dressed up as. I just went as Sun Ra. Uh, planet number nine took off for the... No, planet's not how the sun goes. Rocket number nine took off for the planet of Venus. Venus, you can look them up. S-U-N space R-A. Space is the place. 
Uh, Sun Ra, avant-garde composer, jazz, free jazz musician. I knew a guy who played in his orchestra back when I was in college in the 80s. So all you young-ass kids can go look it up. Um, and it's mostly because I have this big, giant gold LeMay robe that I found at a thrift store once that makes me look like him. And uh, two years ago when I wore the robe, no one really knew who I was. But uh, this year I went to a party and I'm walking down the street in Oakland. And this one guy yells out from his car, Sun Ra! I was like, damn, dog, you're excited about Sun Ra, which is cool because Sun Ra was the shit. Uh, so we went to a bunch of different things. So we started it off uh, on, on a Friday night at Harlow's in Sacramento. And I went to the, what are they called? They're called the Purple Ones. And they're a Prince tribute band. And everybody was getting their costumes on. And uh, the band itself was fantastic. They have one of Prince's old musical directors as one of their guitarists. And so they had really, really good arrangements. And what uh, surprised me uh, most of all was that the horn section uh, was phenomenal. They had two trumpets and two saxophones. And those guys, man, they played hard, deep charts. As a former horn player, I love a good chart. And... Uh, Man, it was just I don't I don't know how to explain it, but it was it was jazzy and dark and and funkified and everybody had a good time. A lot of people were dressed up like various decades of Prince. Prince is one of those guys you could do that. I've also heard tell of uh, somebody throwing a Michael Jackson costume party. Right. So you just come as your favorite Michael Jackson. You can come as uh, 70s or 60s Michael Jackson. Right. Fringe, big Afro, uh, Negro nose. Right. You can come as thriller michael jackson or bad michael jackson or uh, japanese snow monkey michael jackson toward the end of his career when he just looked like an anime snow monkey and i know that's a mean thing to say but that's how i felt that's what he looked like uh which is not to say that michael jackson didn't advance the cause of music or or anything like that because he was a musical genius and a talented son of a gun but uh he had some looks he served some looks is what i'm saying and then on the Saturday, I went to uh, the Sexy Vampire Ball at the California Automobile Museum. I know, because when, whenever I think Sexy Vampires, I think California Automobiles. No, that was just a good venue. And it was a cool spot. And they had lots of, lots of good dancing and some fairly sexy vampires. I don't think it was as sexy as it could have been. But, you know, that could be a location thing. When you go to a Sexy Vampire Party in, say, San Francisco or Los Angeles, or Berlin, the vampires are very, very, very sexy. When you go to a sexy vampire in Sacramento, they're pretty sexy, but it's not... Uh, you know, I think maybe I thought the show would be kinkier than it was, and it was cool. It just wasn't freaky. But it was still a, a good time. And so big thanks to Shannon McCabe and everybody out there. And it's a fundraiser, too, so I'm not I'm not shitting on their fundraiser. We had, a, we had a good time. And there was cool... They had some cool uh, fire dancing... The fire dancers were definitely sexy and cool, and they had somebody from uh, had designed this giant, you know, the flip it, bop it, smack it game thing. You hold it in your hand, and you, and it says flip it, and you press the thing, and bop it, and you press another thing. Right? It's like Simon, but more kinetic. So somebody had invented a giant one of those where you kind of stood in it, and you flipped and bopped and pressed it, and uh, fire would shoot out of it. It was very uh, Burning Man esque, Burning Man ish. Right. You could tell that the guy had built it for Burning Man and was repurposing it for the sexy vampire party. So that was hella fun. And then I also on the on the Sunday, 
I went to the Spooky Sesh, which was in Oakland. It was a, also a fundraiser. Um, it was thrown by Jetty Extracts. Big ups to Jetty Extracts, J-E-T-T-Y Extracts. You can find them on the Instagram, of course. And uh, this was just straight up costumes and marijuana, which are two of my three favorite things. And so that was that was a lot of fun. Everybody was dressed up. There was an Elvira. She was really, really cute. Uh, there was... Uh, 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 I'm trying to remember because I got pretty stoned. <laughs> there were dabs and tables and vendors. I smoked some forbidden fruit. I smoked um, uh, some Thai gold. I still got some Thai gold. It was a very, very funky weed. It was uh, a cross of Hawaiian gold and chocolate Thai. So I'm really, I'm still smoking it and trying to decide how I feel about the flavor. It smelled kind of like funk, but not like cheese funk, but almost like an earthy mushroom funk with chocolate undertones and it had a, a weird sweetness on the top and then chocolatey on the bottom and a nice uh, nice pleasant high i'm gonna smoke some more of it um i just i i liked it because it was a unique flavor and I, it wasn't super sweet like all the skittles everybody's always smoking these sweet uh weeds now I, I'm, I'm i'm trying to get more into this savory the savory weeds because that's that's good stuff uh, but we'll talk more about the Spooky sesh party and some other Halloween things. Uh, when we come back right here in just a few seconds, hold on to your headphones, I guess is what they would say, right here on your favorite podcast of all time, Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. And we're black. Okay, I'm back. Well, I'm black. In fact, you could be black, but don't be blackface. You could be whatever you want. I really, I'm not trying to to keep you from pursuing your dreams. If your dream and goal is to be a black person, I wish you luck. Good luck. Good luck. For now, 
<laughs> and into the future. So we're at the spooky sesh, right? We're kicking it with everybody. Um, everybody's in costumes. There was the an angel of death who was pretty good. There was a chick who dressed up like a fox from was it Ratchet and Clank or Sonic? What's the who's got the orange fox? It's one of those video games. She was really cute. There are a bunch of things. I saw a really cute clown. Um, it was it was it was exciting. Um, I was going to talk about, you know, and here's the thing, too, right? I feel like, and I think I talked about this last year. By the way, we've had like a year. Tails from Sonic, uh, according to my producer. So she was dressed like Tails from Sonic. This is the orange fox. And at first, I thought she was Tigger. But then I saw the fox tail and her little fox hoodie. And I was like, oh, she's that orange fox guy from the video game I don't play. Because I can't have a video gaming system in my house because I'm self-employed, right? So those things affect my productivity way more than dabs or smoking weed all day affect my productivity. Having a video game in my house uh, just means that I try to win the Super Bowl every day for hours and hours, right? Uh, So it used to cause problems in my relationship. Hey, I thought you were going to vacuum. Hey, I won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl champions don't vacuum. (laughs) I don't know if you know, but that's that's how it works. But uh, I try to I try to be better about that uh these days um and i just i enjoy halloween so much because of all the costumes and everybody gets to dress up and be what they want or be kind of scary there weren't too many uh i didn't really see i only saw like a couple of few hefners and then a whole lot of harley quinns there are a bunch of harley quinns and not uh like the straight up uh batman cartoon holly quinn holly holly quinn harley quinn but the uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. So everybody's rocking their daddy's little monster T-shirts and writing uh, tattoos on their face and stuff. But I saw some really good ones. And, you, you know, you can't. So those are the two main, you know, sometimes every year there's a lot of different costumes. So those are the two main ones I saw was the, the Hugh Hefner and the Harley Quinn. But you didn't really see them together. Usually Harley Quinn goes out with the Joker or sometimes Batman. I didn't see very many Batman, not a lot of um, just straight up superhero superheroes this year. I don't know what it is, but I, you know how I feel. I feel like people should be able to wear their Halloween costume year round. We talked about that before. I would I would be I would think it would be hilarious if you could go to the bank and get your money from Wonder Woman. Right. Or or if uh, if Tales from Sonic is making you a sandwich at the subway. I think that would be hilarious. Maybe you get on the bus and the bus driver is dressed like Albus Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Wouldn't you feel safer? Wouldn't you feel safer if Dumbledore was driving your bus? No? No, just me? Okay. I'm the only one? Right, that's cool. That's cool. We can still be friends. Um, so that was pretty much my Halloween. Oh, and then on Halloween proper, I went to a haunted house out in Citrus Heights. You may know Citrus Heights is the uh, home of porn star Sasha Gray. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you have no reason to know about Citrus Heights. It's, uh, it's kind of high up, but there's not as much citrus as they used to be. So the name is probably less of a misnomer than, say, Walnut Creek or Vista Views Apartments, if you go back to White Bay Can't Jump. Because there's no Vista, and there's no views. And there sure as hell ain't no Vista or no goddamn views. But the haunted houses itself were pretty good. They had three separate sections they had one called like zombie land uh and here's the thing man i'm always impressed uh at the the sheer amount of work that goes into building these haunted house 
things because you got to build tunnels and weird stairways and places for the 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 monster people to jump out and to jump in and stuff. And you know, it's I mean, I've been to a few now, and and they're definitely cool. Uh, but I think it's interesting because um, they're scary enough, but. I, I never feel like I see some people walking around like, oh, my God, I'm so scared. Oh, it was super terrifying. And I, I don't think that they're super terrifying. A lot of times they're kind of gruesome if they have like hanging meat and the scenes they set up. But you know that you're safe because they they can't touch you. Right. So it's really this is this is and this is my nerd brain at work. So I'm walking through these things. Right. And, they, and you know, the zombies run up right up on you and they and they yell and they and they make crazy zombie noises and you know, they're dressed up like weird clowns or whatever, but they're, they're not allowed to touch you and you're not allowed to touch them. So I always liken it to walking amongst the path through the land of fairy, uh, in most folk tales or mythological tales, right? So when you go to the land of fairy there, the rules are very simple, stay on the path, right? So you'll be safe. Once you leave the path, the monsters could get you. Don't accept gifts from anyone. Don't give gifts to anyone. You don't want to get into a contract or a trade with the people of fairy if you don't know what they're doing because they will trick you. They will steal your soul. Elves are known for being natural tricksters. That's how it works. So you're thinking you're getting a deal, but you're not getting a deal. So that's what I do in, in order to not be scared. I know that I'm safe upon the path when I walk through the lands of fairy or when I walk through some random haunted house event sort of thing but they had one called psycho circus which was really cool because they were jugglers and people on stilts uh chasing after you so i thought that that was pretty good but i feel they could have played up the absurdity a little more and they could have i don't know there's things you can do to make it feel a little more dangerous but uh they were still still definitely fun i had a good time and and that's all i have to say about that so happy halloween everybody plan ahead Next year, what are you going to be next year? I'm going to go as a giant Ganesh. No, I'm probably not. I don't even know. Where I'm gonna go. I'll probably just be Sun Ra again, or I'll uh, put on my tuxedo and some crazy scary mask and go as the crazy scary mask strangler guy. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe uh, 2018, I'm guessing everybody will dress up like somebody from either Black Panther or Thor Ragnarok would probably be my guess. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Just be what you want. And listen, wear your Halloween costume, not just at Halloween. Wear it Wear it for New Year's Eve. Wear it to Thanksgiving at your parents' house. Wear it for Christmas. Wear it for Kwanzaa. Just enjoy. Enjoy your Halloween. Enjoy your spirit. Be yourself. Be who you truly want to be. And and I think that's one of the things of Halloween. You get to let out your inner Batman or your inner Tales from Sonic or your inner accountant or your inner serial killer because they look just like everybody else according to wednesday <laughs> adams and the cookies are not made from real girl scouts if you uh know what i'm talking about i clearly don't know what i'm talking about so probably means it's time to smoke some weed so oh oh and one of the things i did while i was at the spooky sesh was i bumped into my homegirl andre speciale who is uh, she's been a hardcore cannabis activist longer than almost anyone you know. And she owns a few cannabis clubs uh, in California now, uh, which is awesome because she didn't get in it just for the money. She got into it for the love and to, to make weed legal. And she gave me a box. Pre-rolls are the new things these days, right? Everybody's, uh, at least in California 
and I don't know how the pre-roll sales are going in Oregon, but, but uh, in California, it's all pre-rolled. Uh, uh, when I say pre-roll, I mean joints, right? So pre-packaged joints. We couldn't call them joints for the longest time in the medical. Camp. There was a whole thing in the medical cannabis industry for a long time when we were encouraged to stop saying things like weed or marijuana, right? Or get high. You don't, you don't want to say, uh, man, uh, get high on this shit. It'll help your arthritis. Like we find that people who medicate with this particular form of cannabis find a certain amount of relief from inflammation. Do you understand how you, you turn into TI when you do those things? But she handed me a case of joints. And first of all, the case is amazing. It's so uh, upscale and beautiful. And it's a uh, dreamscape marijuana and it's a uh, CBD. It's a high CBD and a high THC strain. So it's uh, according to the box here, it's got 13.8% THC and 12.5% CBD. And as we know, uh, CBD, which is also found in marijuana, is a uh, natural anti-inflammatory. It's also good for anxiety, they say. And uh, it keeps you from getting too stoned. And, and that's one of those things, right? So when they were back when marijuana was crazy illegal, CBD almost got bred out because you can't really feel it, even though it has beneficial effects and everybody was just going after CAC count higher and higher and higher. But of course, if you get too stoned, you end up freaked out and paranoid and anxiety attacks. So you want a little CBD in your weed to enjoy that high, but to keep it from going to ridiculous heights. Right. Too high, too high, too high. It's a Stevie Wonder song. Boom, doom, 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 ba, doo, doo. Uh, but that's how it is. So that's what we're doing. So actually I'm, we're going to take a break and I'm going to have a hit or two. From this one-to-one -one CBD joint, she gave me this case on Sunday, and I've smoked all the, there were five joints in there, and I've smoked, this is the fifth joint, so that was pretty fast, so they're pretty good, is what I'm trying to say, so big ups to Andre Speciale and her brand of pre-rolls, and big ups to you, and we'll be right back, right here, on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber Vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. 
the Boober way. Rolling with Ungayo is back only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. And we're back. I'm going to thank everyone for listening and everyone for and the good people of Oakland. Although someone in Oakland broke into my car, broke into my rental car and smashed my window and stole my laptop. And here's the thing. I didn't have the laptop on the back seat or on the front seat. I had the laptop locked in the trunk and someone broke in and, 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 and took it anyway, which is funny because they took my, listen, I don't leave my fancy ass, super nice laptop uh, in the car when I'm on the road. That was my beater laptop with the cracked screen and all kind of shit. And I don't keep anything on it. Right. Because people steal things. Um, but they stole it, which was a drag. But it's funny because there was a giant bag of weed, which is probably worth more than the laptop, also in the car. And they didn't take my giant ass bag of weed. And as we know, weed will get you through times of no money better than money will get you through times of no weed, which is not always true. But I better choose to believe it's true today. So I have, I have a backup laptop, so I'm good to go. But it was a drag because now I have to pay the rental car company for a new window, which sucks so if you see somebody in oakland walking around with a beat up hp computer with a cracked screen uh tell them i want my computer back tell them you give them five dollars for it (coughs) and then give it back to me Uh, but other than that oakland was great and so was citrus heights which is a weird thing to say but it was true i had a good time upcoming shows oh wait first follow me on social media uh, I have a podcast called Rolling with Ungayo. <laughs> it's on CannabisRadio.com. Follow me on the Twitters, N-G-A-I-O 420, because there are 419 other Ungayos and the Twitter and the Snapchat and the Periscope. Send me an email, Ungayo420 at Yahoo.com. I will try to get back to you. It takes me a minute sometimes. Um, come see me. I got a variety of shows coming up. November 21st. At the Punchline in San Francisco, November 24th, somewhere in Arcata. It's a small town. You can find it November 25th at Comedy Lanes in Ukiah, December 31st at the Punchline Sacramento for New Year's Eve. Um, I'm doing all the international cannabis business conferences this year, so you can see me November 19th in Ashland. That's going to be a good one. November 19th, Ashland, Oregon. It's me. It's a bunch of marijuana business people because we're talking marijuana business in Oregon, which is also exciting. Uh, Henry Rollins is the keynote speaker. You know Henry Rollins. He's a great person and a good speaker. And uh, I I don't know if I mentioned this before. He's one of those guys. He doesn't smoke weed. Doesn't really do much for him. And for a while, he didn't even really like weed. But he did some study. He figured out that prohibition is worse, right? And also, weed does help people for 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 everyone who just gets stoned because they like to get stoned, there's a bunch of other people who get stoned because it works for them. It helps them medicinally, whether they got the arthritis, whether they got the MS, whether they got uh, OCD or anxiety or menstrual cramps or have problems sleeping. Marijuana helps people for a lot of different things. I'm not always on the Dennis Perone, all marijuana use is medical use, although I get what he's saying. I mean, anything can be abused. But I think it's nice that when people keep an open mind and they change their mind on things, I'm always happy when 
people change their mind. But here's the thing, too, though. You can change your mind, but then you have to make up for shit sometimes, right? So, like, if you thought that Trump was a good idea and now you realize that Trump was a horrible idea, that's cool. Welcome back to reality. Well, what are you going to do to help fix this problem that you caused, this problem that you created, right? These are these things. So not only has Henry gone out of his way to speak about how marijuana should be legal and speak about how he came around to these things, he's been a proponent. He's been a proponent for legalization. And I'm always down for him. I'm always down for non-smokers getting on the legalization bandwagon. There's room for everybody. You don't have to smoke weed. You don't, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. And, and I think that's something we don't teach in America is just because it doesn't affect you personally doesn't mean you can't be concerned about it. That's what they always talk about. Well, these these black athletes are all rich. Why do they care about racism? Because they're still black, right? White people should care about racism too. It's not a challenge. It's not, anyway, I only got like a minute left, so I'm not gonna go off with some crazy long thing. I'm just saying, follow me on the social media. Come to my show. Support the International Cannabis Business Conference. Support CanvasRadio.com. Support yourself. Be yourself. Stay high. Stay woke. Stay safe. Hug your friends. We'll talk to you next week right here on Relevant Dial. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.